Daily Reflections is a new and exciting opportunity to deepen our faith in Jesus and to allow the gospel message of this day to, to penetrate the very core of our being. My friends, I invite you to allow the Lord of life to guide you and give you the courage to, to live as dynamic disciples. Let's offer this day to the way, truth, and life. Today we celebrate the solemnity of the Immaculate Conception of the Blessed Virgin Mary. And we begin with Psalm 98. Sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous deeds. Sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous deeds. Sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done wondrous deeds. His right hand has won victory for him, his holy arm. The Lord has made his salvation known. In the sight of the nations, he has revealed his justice. He has remembered his kindness and his faithfulness toward the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation by our God. Sing joyfully to the Lord, all you lands. Break into song, sing praise. Sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous deeds. Together, sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous deeds. Our gospel for today is taken from Luke chapter 1, verse 26 to 38. The angel Gabriel was sent from God to a town of Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man named Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And coming to her, he said, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at what was said and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him the throne of David his father and he will rule over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. But Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I have no relations with a man? And the angel said to her in reply, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age, and this is the sixth month for her who was called barren, for nothing will be impossible for God. Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. Immaculate, immaculate. Think about that word. It means without stain. Since sin is a stain on the soul, which should be pure in the sight of God, the church believes that Mary was conceived without the stain of original sin. I think one proof of this is taken from the greeting of the angel Gabriel to Mary. Hail, Mary, and listen to this, full of grace. Because she was full of grace, Mary was most pleasing to God in all she was and in all she did. You know, the prayers of today's Mass stress that Mary was preserved 
from sin. Jesus died on the cross, rose from the dead, and accomplished our redemption. He is the fountain of supernatural life for us. We partake of that through faith, baptism, and the sacraments. So the church teaches then that Mary was preserved from original sin by the foreseen merits of Jesus, her son, and her redeemer. Mary is therefore the first redeemed, the first Christian. She is perfectly redeemed in every way, in soul, in body, and emotions. Now, it's important to understand that Mary was not forced into this. She could have said no. She was without sin, but not without free will. Adam and Eve were created without sin, but they chose not to be obedient to God's plan. Mary could have done this very same thing. She could have thought that others would persecute her and mock her for getting pregnant before living with her husband. She could have feared that Joseph would reject her. She could have realized that her life would be very difficult if she said yes to the angel. Only she chose God. No matter what toll this would take on her, she chose to follow God, to enact his plan. And so today's gospel is the, I think, the very correct gospel for the Immaculate Conception because it relates how the Immaculate Conception bore fruit. Mary remained united to God. She would allow his plan to take place within her. Mary had a special mission in the redemption of all of us. So, so God created her as a fitting dwelling place for his son, Jesus, who crushed the head of Satan. Satan never had any power over him. He was to be born of a woman who was totally free from sin, never under the power of the devil. Just as God prepared a sinless paradise for Adam and Eve, so Mary is a second sinless paradise where the Son of God will dwell nine months before his birth in Bethlehem. I think it's most appropriate that this feast day be celebrated during the Advent season in which we prepare for the coming of Christ. We celebrate his birth and we await his second coming. We celebrate this feast day recognizing that the incarnation, redemption, and salvation were made possible through Mary's fiat, through her words, may it be done to me according to your word. St. Paul, in his letter to the Ephesians, reminds us of the holiness to which we are called, that we might exist for the praise of God's glory. The whole purpose of our lives is to, to live and to exist for the praise and the glory of God. The way that we can do that best is through our intimacy with Mary and with Jesus. Mary shows us through her obedience, through her trust in God, how to be holy, She's fully human. She's, she's what God wants for every human person. His deepest desire is that we respond to his call. And so as we continue with our celebration today, I, I encourage you, my brothers and sisters, to have true devotion to Mary. If there is any sense within you that says, what do we need Mary for? Remember that without Mary, we would not have Jesus Christ. And remember that Mary 
has been given to you as your mother by Christ himself. My prayer for each of us on this very special day is that we may have true devotion to Mary and that in our devotion to her, she as a mother will lead us to her son, Jesus Christ. Mary's deepest hunger for each and every one of us is to do the will of the Father, to know her son and to live in communion with him. I pray that each one of us, through our devotion to Mary, may be able in our own weaknesses and in our own struggles to speak the words of Mary and make them our words. Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. Have a great day. Be sure of my prayers.